Welcome to the SoCal Prep Insider In-Depth Podcast. I'm Alex Scar. This podcast tells the story of high school athletes across the Southland and their transition to colleges around the country. My guest today is Scott Harris, senior quarterback for Fairfax High School in Los Angeles, California. Scott holds an offer as a preferred walk-on at USC, but has no plans to rest on his laurels and just be a part of the team. We talked about his goal to become the starting quarterback for the Trojans, his transition from a private high school in the Valley to a public school in LA, and his work with iconic quarterback coach Steve Clarkson. Here's our conversation. SoCal Prep Insider In-Depth Podcast here with former Fairfax quarterback Scott Harris. I can say that now. Yeah. Former because he graduated. Congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Now we're going to talk about a little bit later, preferred walk-on spot at USC. Mm-hmm. But before we get to that, let's talk about your time here at Fairfax. You're mm-hmm. the starting varsity quarterback for two years. Yep. Threw for 35 passing touchdowns, rushed for 19, threw for almost 2,000 yards both your seasons. Mm-hmm. After you finish, you're now a former Lion. Yep. How can you kind of reflect back on those couple of years? Uh, it was an experience of a lifetime. Um, I'm really glad I made that choice to come to Fairfax for uh, my junior and senior season. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the guys on, on both teams from junior season and senior, uh, it's just been a really special experience that uh, – I won't forget for sure in my college uh, career. Now, you came from Notre Dame. Yeah. So Notre Dame, Sherman Oaks, and they've got, you know, head coach Kevin Rooney. He's kind mm-hmm. of a legend. Did you get to know him at all, play under him at all? Yeah, um, I got to know him a, a good amount, but uh, never got to, you know, play with him because I was on the junior varsity for um, freshman and uh, middle, like sophomore year, but I broke my knee, so I wasn't able to play fully. But um yeah he was a really nice coach good coach i mean he has uh a very big name to uh high school football yeah kind of a legend yeah for sure um but yeah a a lot of respect to him and and uh yeah i mean i just had to make the best choice for me to come come to fairfax what was the thought process what went into making that decision um well my quarterback coach steve clarkson him and i uh, and my and my dad as well um, we were all just thinking about the the best place for me to go, uh, so then I could pursue my like um, football career to make it to the next level in college. Um, and uh, Steve knew that I didn't want to go somewhere too far away from home, um, and somewhere that I have a for sure like a 100% chance to to start mm-hmm. um, my junior year. Um, so the options kind of um, started getting lower and lower, but. Uh, Fairfax was finally that that choice yeah. at the end. Yeah. yeah, we were talking before this. You know, if you don't play, you don't yeah. get seen. Yeah, exactly. Right? So exactly. That, I mean, that, that that's a big decision to transfer, yeah. but you know, best decision for you for sure. Yeah. Now we were talking about the next level. The next level for you, as it stands right now, preferred mm-hmm. walk on at USC. I mm-hmm. mean, that's that's humongous. Mm-hmm. So what kind of went into that decision making? How did that process begin? We'll mm-hmm. get into what a preferred walk on actually means. Mm-hmm. But you're throwing the football here really well at Fairfax. How yeah. did you end up getting noticed and get that offer at USC? Um, well, uh, my highlight reels that I made with um, uh, through 
you know, huddle and also um, a film guy that my dad also works with. Uh, we created some good highlight reels and then um, my quarterback coach, Steve Clarkson, was able to um, introduce me to the USC like um, football staff uh, through film, I, not like, per, like physically introducing, but um, through, yeah, the film. And uh, they said that they would look at me and see if they, if they really thought I was legit and I was good. Um, so the uh, offensive coordinator, um, Coach T. Martin, uh, he came to Fairfax uh, on like a Tuesday or something and uh, came to just kind of check me out, just see what I look like, mm-hmm. if I was this, the size and all that kind of stuff because um, I'm not that, you know, that six four quarterback yeah. and stuff like that. But uh then he came back out to, to watch me to watch me throw and um um on our on our field and uh he was blown away. He was really impressed and uh told me that, you know, that they'll keep looking at me and stuff like that and uh, sure enough, you know, a couple weeks later, um the quarterback coach of USC, um coach Brian Ellis, uh came to see me as well and watched me throw and he was also impressed, and then <laughs> after that, I got a phone call from uh, one of the coaches, and they said that they wanted me to um, to come to this private uh, camp um, that you can only get invited to, and uh, it was a couple months. Uh, it was a couple months from that conversation on the phone that uh, I. I visited uh, Coach Clay Helton, and he was very impressed as well, and then they gave me that offer. So you said you're not the 6'4 quarterback. Yeah. 6'1", 190, yeah, and you, yeah. up, you put up some numbers. Yeah. And then other schools, I'm sure, gave you some interest. But yeah. the preferred walk-on, I mean, USC, mm-hmm. the cachet it has here in L.A. Mm-hmm. is above any, anything else. Yeah. I went to UCLA, and that, yeah. that hurts me to say that. But yeah. USC, <laughs> that's, that's the premier. Right? Yeah. That every kid that grows up here, if you can get this scholarship to SC, right? Yeah. So the preferred walk-on, it's, it's a non-scholarship position, mm-hmm. but it's the opportunity mm-hmm. over these next couple of years to exactly. earn a scholarship. Exactly. So you're a kid going in, mm-hmm. 18, 19 years old. Mm-hmm. What's the mentality got to be as that preferred walk-on? Well, a preferred walk-on is just that little breakthrough into the team. Um, it's not that, that glory of the full-ride scholarship. Uh, but that's that's really kind of my whole football career. It's all it's been is you get that little breakthrough, and then that's all I will need. Mm-hmm. Once I get that um, that opportunity in any way or you know shape or form or whatever, um, I will take it and I will start and I will make it happen. That's just that's my mentality. That if you give me an opportunity, then there's no way that anybody else is going to take that from me. So I had a buddy when I was in college. Mm-hmm. He did the same thing. He was a prefer- preferred walk-on quarterback. Mm-hmm. I think he might have saw a couple of snaps, mm-hmm. one a receiver, and mm-hmm. he got one snap a quarterback. Yeah. But other than that, he didn't play. Yeah. But he got to go. He went on the flights. Yeah. He put on the jersey. He suited up. He's in the locker room. Yeah. But that's not your mentality. No. You don't want to go in no. and just take pictures. Yeah, you know, it's not do like it for the Instagram. No. This is for real. Yeah. It's um, some people are you know okay with with just being on the team. Um, but all the training that I've done and all the training I'm going to be doing, um, it's, it's not the, my mentality. That's not where I want to be. And a really good example of that is uh, like Baker Mayfield, you know, the smaller, smaller type of quarterback. Um, and, you know, got the opportunity to uh, 
be a walk-on at Texas Tech, and then, you know, he just took it. And I, I'm not, you know, saying that I'm the same as Baker Mayfield. I'm Scott Harris, but I, uh, I you know, it is possible, and I've seen that. But let's compare you, just for fun. Let's mm -hmm. compare you to Baker real quick. Yeah. Baker's kind of a dual-threat guy. Yeah. Makes a lot of plays with his feet, a little bit undersized, yeah. but has that bulldog mentality yeah. of, i got to make a play, right? Yeah, exactly. He did it at Oklahoma, wins the Heisman Trophy. Yeah. You're kind of that same way. You yeah. threw for 35 touchdowns, but you ran for 19. Mm -hmm. So when you're on the field, how do you feel your game kind of compares? Um, I mean, really, I think both of us uh, will do whatever it takes to, to make the team win. Uh, and um, yeah, it's that mentality that that no one, no matter what size you are, how how hyped up you are, or um, uh, you, you you know you will not stop us. Yeah. You know, and, uh, and that's what happens when I go onto that field anytime. That I don't care who you are, I, I'm gonna make this thing happen. I'm gonna win. That's yeah. what. That's yeah. the goal. And I think a preferred walk-on. There's even more of having to will it to make it happen. Yeah. Have you gotten any advice from anybody on how to take this PWO into a full-time offer? Um, I mean, not really. Like, my St Steve Clarkson, the quarterback coach as well, I mean, he just kind of – honestly, the biggest thing is just for you to, to start, and then you'll get that, you know, that mm -hmm. scholarship. Even though the scholarship is not that big to me, um, it's it's just I think the the scholarship only just means that they they like you more. I, I think that I think that's really what it is. But um, I think sometimes, you know, you just have to prove yourself. Yeah. You get that little opportunity, and you have to prove yourself, and then they will probably change their mind. I think. But yeah. No, one of my questions here was about Coach Clarkson, how he's kind of made you into that quarterback. Mm -hmm. We're getting a good feel of it for right now. I mean, yeah. he's coached Ben Roethlisberger, coached Matt Barkley. Mm -hmm. So you've gotten to train under one of the best minds, yeah. the quarterback coach. What, have you, what can you say about what he's done for your game? Um, well, I wouldn't be here without him. Uh, there's um, a bit, he has a lot of confidence in what he does um, that it – you feel confident about, about what you're doing. So when you are working with him, you're training like game-like scenarios and, and um, getting that, that vibe of, of uh, you know, playing like a champion. Mm -hmm. So once you reach that field, I mean, all that you know, nervousness and all that kind of stuff is all, all gone because you are prepared. He prepares you. And, um, and yeah, it's pretty, pretty neat. Were there any local area quarterbacks you worked out with? Um, yeah, there's oh, quarterbacks or quarterback coaches. Both. Both. Yeah. Um, yeah, I did work with Travis Johnson. Um, he was at Oregon um, for a little bit. I, he went to Servite as well. Um, uh, I met so many, you know, big time quarterbacks yeah. through him. Um, working out with, yeah, like um, uh, what's that guy? Cameron Rising. I was working with him a little bit. Um, Luca Diamant, I work with him sure. all the time. Uh, yeah, there's some other guys, um, but yeah, yeah. And the question kind of being, being in that environment, working mm -hmm. out with all these guys that went on to play to the next level, mm -hmm. you just start thinking like that's the yeah. next step. It's yeah. not like high school's the end, it's yeah. more like I am preparing yeah, for exactly. something else. Yeah, you, you see the bigger picture than just you know ending your career and putting your cleats up after high school. It's, uh, yeah, once you're in that, um, in that environment with uh, Steve and all of his quarterbacks, um, 
you you know where you're going to go after. You know? Now, let's step back just a little bit. Mm-hmm. Talk kind of more big picture. Mm-hmm. A lot has been talked about, much has been made about decline of LA City football. Mm-hmm. Right? People the old dogs love to talk about, man, back in my day, yeah, yeah, yeah. Carson Bannon, Crenshaw yeah. Dorsey, like they list off all these schools that did it big. Yeah. You know, and now you came from you know, the Southern section, you came mm-hmm. from the Mission League when they play Chaminade, Crespi, mm-hmm. Alabama, big schools. Come to the city section. Mm-hmm. You're playing Fairfax. You're playing maybe some of your teammates haven't played football. You're playing against kids that haven't played. Mm-hmm. What was your process like? Um, so, you know, when you come from uh, the Mission League with, like, Notre Dame and all those big-time schools, uh, just the facilities and the yeah. amount of players you have, uh, I mean, there's, like, you know, 65 kids on JV and you know our team we at, at Fairfax there barely is a enough players to be a JV team right um, so you know and there's recruiting as well you know kids are coming in because coaches are, are talking to are talking to you to tell them how you know we can take you to the next level and all that kind of stuff um, but coming here to Fairfax um, it is a different um, mentality but it's something that is not the same as the Mission League. It's, it's, I've, I find it a little bit more like special mm-hmm. because um, the people, the, the kids that play, you know, they, they really want to go to the next level and you know, provide for their family and, and, um, and become someone special you know, from the, the ghetto neighborhoods and all that kind of stuff that they they've lived in and stuff like that and they try to um to get out of that and it's uh it's different when you're at the mission league and all these people are you know fine you know Mm -hmm. they they don't live in those areas and stuff it's it's different but uh but yeah pretty cool yeah i've talked to some kids and that's kind of the experience that they say you know everybody here they take you know a couple buses to get here. Yeah, know, maybe they don't have a crazy. lunch like no. they're, but they're they're grinding. Yeah, they're, they're grinding their butt off. Exactly. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's crazy. I mean, the the people at Notre Dame, you know, everyone's driving cars from you know wherever they live, nice cars too. And then here, like, I'm like one of those you know kids that are are driving a car to school when right. everyone Most else is aren't. taking the bus. Yeah. yeah. And not just one bus, like several buses, like yeah. hours away. Yeah. So you Crazy. see the sacrifices mm-hmm. a lot of these kids make. Yeah. And I can imagine that's probably inspiring. Yeah, you know? it's it's humbling as well, and it's cool to see because it's just a whole different aspect of life. Now let's talk about Narbonne. Mm-hmm. Narbonne has become the behemoth, man. Yeah. They are the top dog in city section football, yeah. and they have been for the last three years. Yeah. They haven't won, haven't lost yeah. since Crenshaw beat them a couple of years ago. Yeah. You guys lost to them a couple of years ago yeah, in the first bad. round of the Open, and yeah. I mean that's. I mean obviously it's going to sting. Yeah. Right. It's tough. But you think there's a mentality, <clears throat> at least from you, and you know a bunch of guys, right? Mm-hmm. Is there a mentality that it's like, man, Narbonne's going to win anyway? Yeah. So. Um, I mean, Narbonne, they should be playing in, like, the, the Mission League and stuff yeah. like that because they could win it, you yeah. know? They are that talented. So it's almost like it's almost like putting a private school into all these, uh, you know, yeah. lo- like these pu- uh, public schools and stuff like that. So, uh, you know, Narbonne is uh, it's just a little bit different. It's like a different breed with the, the people that they, they bring in. And they actually do, I, I think they do, like, you know, recruit some players to get, get into that school. But uh, it's just different. With Fairfax, you know, you can't, you can't recruit. You can't do all that kind of stuff. You can't 
Um, so it's just pretty much everybody that just comes in through the freshman class, just build them up all the way to senior. Was there a feeling, I mean, I, you don't have to say that there yeah. necessarily was, but do you think that at some point the open division becomes a death sentence? Like if, I, if we're an yeah. open man, we're just going to run into Narbonne at some yeah. point and we're going to lose. Do you yeah. think like division one where most teams are on an there's even playing field? Yeah, do you feel like there's more of an opportunity? Yeah, the, um, last year when we were in the open division in my junior season, uh, you know, I didn't really know about Narbonne like that. I knew they were a very good team, but I, you know, have never played a team like that, so I didn't really think of it um, differently. So once we beat Birmingham uh, and then we're moving on to Narbonne, I felt pretty confident that we could have a have a shot to change that. Um, but, you know, they're just it's just a, it's a whole different type of level. Yeah. You know, it's. Yeah. It's not just one player that makes a difference. It's a whole team. Mm -hmm. So if you don't have that whole team, um, you know, Narbonne does have that whole team. So uh, it's it's tough to beat. But it, when you go into just regular Division One, then you really do see yourself having an opportunity to win it all. Um, but really, I wouldn't change going back to the Open Division because you always want to fight the, you know, the big dog. You always exactly. want to take it. You know, it's uh, it's it's tough, and it's the likeliness of you winning is lower. But um, if you do win that thing, that's yeah. that's that's the David and Goliath moment. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah, we've talked at length about Narbonne, and I think that the program that they've built deserves some admiration. Yeah, deserves respect. They go out, they create some of the best football. Yeah, they do. For you, mm -hmm. but. Yeah, I think there there needs to be maybe not restructuring, but it'd be nice to see some of these schools play each other instead of having at the end yeah, play Narbonne. Because yeah. for them, it's like, dude, we're just waiting for state. Yeah, exactly. Because we know we're going to beat the rest of these teams. Yeah, but exactly. Yeah. Let's talk a little bit about Coach Cox. Mm -hmm. So you get to play for his final season. He's coached here for a long time, uh -huh. and he's kind of he's a local legend here too. Yeah. What did what were some of the lessons and experiences you got from Coach Cox? Um. Well, him just giving me the opportunity to be able to start my junior year, that was something, you know, that I respect from him for forever because without him uh, giving me that uh, starting position at quarterback, uh, I wouldn't also, I would not be here. Um, yeah, he's a special guy and he, he has a lot of experience um, in, uh, in this program. Um, and you know he really did switch his uh, offensive play calls uh, for me, so then I would be able to, uh, you know, receive more passing yards and more rushing mm -hmm. yards and stuff like that. Because it used to be a run-heavy offense. But a lot of the city section is. Yeah, You're, exactly. You guys are one of the few teams that yeah. actually passed as often as you did. Yeah, exactly. So um, he's taught me a lot. He um, he's he's a really good he's a really good coach, um, and. Uh, I'm glad. I wish we ended off with a, a championship for Division One, but uh, yeah, he's he's. I mean, he's a great coach. Yeah, special guy. All right, we got a couple quick questions here. Yeah. First thing you think of? One. What's your first memory from Fairfax? The like how different it is from Notre Dame. It's uh, when you come from like uh, a. A school that has, you know, a lot of um, like 
donations and all that kind of stuff from family and and getting these nice facilities like the weight room and the the football field and all that kind of stuff and then coming to Fairfax and seeing that the weight room is really almost doesn't look like a weight room yeah and but the fair uh, the football field is is pretty crazy but uh it's just a, a very different change through the the football both football teams um but the mentality is still the same is to 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 win you know to to make it happen yeah what are you going to remember most about your time here? Um, just my teammates and uh, the hard work that we all put through um, from summertime all the way to uh, November, late November. Um, just, you know, all st sticking together through hard times and, and, and great times as well. Um, but just, yeah, winning and then enjoying that win and watching film on on Saturdays and and uh and watching all the exciting plays that we made that that last night yeah now we mentioned it earlier but we'll bring it back the player you think you most compare to in the NFL um so the mentality I feel that I have um that mentality of Tom Brady of um not just working on the field but off the field as well um just the way that he lives life and the way he sees things and does things, I, I feel that's the same kind of of uh, of like same vibe that I'm I'm also doing. Mm -hmm. uh, and then a little bit of uh, Russell Wilson as well. Um, he's just you know undersi undersized. He's fast. He's got an arm to him, um, and he's just a special player. You mm -hmm. know, he he makes big time plays when a lot of people would doubt him, you know. So that's that's really what I feel. And he seems like he's honestly the <clears throat> smartest quarterback on the field mm -hmm. most of the time. Mm -hmm. He's able to see things mm -hmm. that other guys don't. I mean, yeah. Russell Wilson deserves more credit than yeah, he gets. Yeah, he does for sure. He's a great player. All right, so final question. What are some of your hopes? Not, not quite expectations because mm -hmm. things can change. But what are some of your hopes for USC? Um, <clears throat> my – well, these are my goals. So – I'm going to be at USC. I'm going to get that starting position. Um, and then I'm going to lead this team to a national championship. And I'm going to win uh, MVP of that national championship Hell game. yeah. There's nothing else you can yeah. do. <laughs> and, uh, and people are going to still be like, how did this even happen? He came from being that underdog and I still am that underdog right now you make that little breakthrough and I will go all the way to the top and uh, and then you know once USC uh, sees that there's no way that they're going to stop me no one's going to stop me so I was going to ask your favorite football movie but I think it's Rudy just judging by <laughs> that <laughs> judging by that but yeah honestly man that's awesome thank you you know I, USC like we were talking about earlier one of the best programs in the country. Yeah. And the fact you get to suit up, put the uniform on, mm -hmm. and battle for a starting position, I think is really special. Yeah, it is. It is, for sure. Well, Scott, thank you for sitting down with me, man. Thank you. I appreciate it. One last thing. If you could give some hype words mm -hmm. for USC fans, mm -hmm. because, you know, they love the recruiting. Mm -hmm. They're all about it. Mm -hmm. If you could give some hype words, Scott Harris is coming in. Look out for blank. Uh-huh. Um, he's a hustler. You know, he... Uh, he will not stop till he wins. That's that's how it goes. There you go. Put yeah. on his tombstone. Awesome. Scott right. Harris, thank you, man. Appreciate it. Thank you.
I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you or someone you know has an athletic scholarship and would like to be featured on this podcast, send me an email at alexmscar at gmail.com or find me on Twitter at amscar. Thanks for listening. Thank you.